Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast number episode 106. It is Monday evening, and um, actually Tuesday morning, because it's about uh, 12, 17 right now. It has gotten late. I have to get up at 5.30 in the morning, so I'm going to do two things tonight, neither of which I necessarily like to do. One is I'm going to speak extemporaneously. As I've said before, and I'll probably say again, I do like writing these down and then reading these. That being said, uh, some nights there's just not enough time to do that, and this is one of those nights. And secondly, I'll probably also keep it short uh, because, again, i got to get to bed. It was a okay Monday. Um, very chilly again. My goodness, it just seems like old man winter just keeps on a-rolling. Or wait, that was old man river um, keeps on a-rolling. Well, old man river keeps on cursing us, I guess, um, because it was cold today. It really felt this morning as I got out of, car, out of my car and walked the relatively short distance to enter my school building. It really felt like November. I mean, it was cold. And then leaving the school as the snow flurries or a little more than flurries were coming down. It was very chilly. So I'm hoping it is April 16th, um, April 17th, because it's after midnight. But um, I'm hoping that spring, which teased us last week, teased us, will be coming for real this time very soon. Nevertheless, even though it felt like my eyelids might freeze shut if I would close them, I did keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open today to experience the presence of God. So, bundle up, put on that uh, good old-fashioned April hat and those uh, Easter gloves, and um, let me tell you about my day. Now, it was one of those days, again, that I've had that I really didn't have a moment during the day that was a clear, standout God presence moment. I mean, there were definitely moments and um, where I prayed with my students, and there were moments where I felt grace, and moments where I felt connection, and, and all of those, for me, are indicators of the, the presence of God. And I guess what this um, exercise, this discipline of doing a podcast every day so far this year, since the beginning of the year, it's really helped me to recognize, I think, two things. One is that there are those days where there are definitely moments where I just feel God so clearly present in, in big events and in clear um, moments. And, and I've, I've spoken of, of many of those over the last um, months, almost, I guess, three and a half months now. But more often than not, it, it's just the quiet things. It's the small things. And it's it's recognizing um, that God is present potentially to be experienced in everything. Um, you know, God is present always, and it's just a matter of me being able to recognize that. And going through each day, knowing at the end of the day, I'm going to write about and or talk about um, my experience during that day of God's presence, it's really helped me to be more aware, not just of those big moments, but of the little moments and recognize that potentially it's every moment that um, no matter what happens during my day, any potential moment, if I have the eyes to see and the ears to hear and the soul to uh, receive, then I can be in, I can I can recognize a God present presence moment. 
I think today, though, um, toward the end of the day, I did get a chance to do some free reading, reading for pleasure, as they say, which is something I really enjoy doing. And, and um, you know, I, I think there's nothing like a good novel. I like mysteries. I like thrillers. I like uh, I like things, novels that are sort of sci-fi where the world is very much like our own, but something is different. There's a twist or, or something is, is somewhat different. Um, and I was, I'm reading one of those right now. Um, it's the author, his name is Blake Crouch. And, um, I have read, um, a couple of other books of his and, um, the, the series that I have actually, it's, uh, it is, um, the series that I, I read previous to this is a, a really interesting, um, trilogy called Wayward Pines. And, um, I'm not going to give anything away. It's one of those, a uh, man wakes up in a strange town and everything is disoriented and everything seems kind of odd and, and, and it's good that way. Um, and about three quarters of the way through the first book of the trilogy, um, you find out what is going on and, and it was pretty cool. It surprised me and I, I thought it was a, a very interesting premise that plays out well over the course of the trilogy. So I recommend that series, Wayward Pines. I'll put a link to it on um, the uh, Facebook page for the podcast. But the book that I'm reading, I think, is his most recent one. It's called Dark Matter. And um, it is a similar type of story. Man is disoriented and, and people are telling him he's, he's one thing and um, he has a life that he thinks is his own life and, you know, he's living and finds out that certain things are going on. And, and you know, we've heard this story before. And I haven't reached the point in this story where I really find out, you know, what is going on. The the curtain is is pulled back on the premise. But it does seem like it has to do with alternate universes and, and possible um, ways that choices play out in different ways in different universes. And, you know, this sounds like science fiction and it sounds like fantasy. And, and I imagine the way that it is developed in this particular novel is both of those to some extent. But, you know, I've heard um, very credible, thoughtful, smart astrophysicists and cosmologists and um, quantum physicists talking about things like that. Um, you know, even the title of the book, Dark Matter, is something that is real and, and mysterious. And, and the scientists that I've heard, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson um, is one of the one of my favorite ones, um, and, um, you know, they're, they're saying that they don't know what these, this is, and there is this great mystery and I've heard conversations on podcasts and again, legitimate people, thoughtful people saying this could be a possibility. And again, I don't know where this book goes, but what I was thinking about and where I experienced God's presence in this is, is maybe this has something to do with that question of free will. You know, if there's this idea of, because people will ask and, and students will ask, well, you know, is, is thing, are things predestined? Is free will truly free? Does not God, who is the eternal presence, the I am, as God introduced God's self to Moses in the burning bush, is not this God all-knowing? And could we really have free will if God knows that we're going to make this choice and this choice will lead to, to this reality, which leads to this and so on and so forth? And, you know, again, I, I don't know how to articulate it or to wrap my mind around it, but maybe this idea of multiple universes, the multiverse somehow is connected to the eternal 
um, all-knowing and just the eternal present that is God. You know, the, the fact that God is, God is. Maybe that has something to do with our choices and how our different choices could shape different realities, realities that could play out. Um, I like to think that there is an alternative universe where we are having a President Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and we are living in a different universe because November of 2016 went differently. And um, I wonder what that universe would look like. <laughs> we can only wonder. So as I conclude, um, what is your thoughts, are your thoughts, I should say, on science fiction and on fantasy novels that maybe you read and you love, or maybe you, you loathe, you can't stand, but nevertheless, um, how might God be present in some of those fantastical concepts that are uh, spun out in various ways in those types of novels? Uh, keep in mind that C.S. Lewis is well known for fantasy novels, but also wrote a science fiction trilogy. Um, and um, I haven't read those like I've read the Narnia books, but I know that he explores theology in, in science fiction as well. And I know many, many have done that um, before him and after him, to be sure. Again, thank you for listening to this tonight and blessings and peace.